Love this podcast? Support this show through the Acast supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give, and there's no regular commitment. Just click the link in the show description to support now. This is three-time All-American Ron Simmons, FSU, Hall of Famer Ron Simmons, WWE, and you're listening to Duke Wrestling. We are packing in the Hall of Famers this year to celebrate the six-year anniversary of the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast all year round. Ron Simmons, my goodness. Before we get to that conversation, let me remind you folks, the River City Wrestling Convention is happening this weekend, June 11th and 12th down in Jacksonville, Florida. It's part of the Jacksonville Bicentennial Celebration. Check out this special message from another Hall of Famer, Brett the Hitman Hart. Hey, this is Brett the Hitman Hart, and I'm looking forward to seeing all my fans at the River City Wrestling Con on June 12th. It's going to be a fantastic time. We'll see you there. You're locked in. This is what we have here, folks. To the only show that matters. The cream of the crop. Duke loves wrestling. And there is no one that does it better than your host. I have come here to chew bubblegum and kick ass. The Duke. And I'm all out of bubblegum. Well, Ron Simmons, it is an absolute pleasure to have you as a guest on the Duke Loves Wrestling podcast. And it's cool because you're going to be at the River City Wrestling Con this weekend, June 11th and 12th, Jacksonville, Florida. You're going to be there for the whole weekend, which is so cool. What can folks expect from Ron Simmons at the River City Wrestling Con? When I got the call that I, you know, the invitation to come to Jacksonville, and it's been a while since I've been back there, but it holds a special place for me, period, as well as the, whole, the entire state of Florida. But I've had a lot of support from the people in Jacksonville when I was at FSU. Some of the biggest boosters from there, some of my teammates are also from there. So I am really looking forward to getting coming back to Jacksonville and especially saying thank you to a lot of the boosters there from the time that I spent at FSU, and more importantly, at this point, to some, the most of the wrestling fans that supported me throughout my career. So this is something that is I've been looking forward to, and it's going to be very special for me, and I want to make it special for the fans as well. You know, Brother Simmons, you're a guy that is so well-revered and appreciated, beloved, and it's interesting because even when we talk about football, let's pause wrestling for a second. Even when we talk about football, you can put up a Ron Simmons game, like an Orange Bowl game or what have you, on TV today, and it will still get ratings. I mean, that is the type of love and support. That is the type of admiration that people have for you and your peers that continue to endure through the years here. I mean, how does that feel? How does it feel to be remembered in such high esteem? It feels absolutely fantastic. Here's the reason that I think that fans and, and people enjoy going back and reviewing those. See, during my days there coming in at FSU, it was a building stage. It was Bobby Bowden's second year coming there. During those stages and the years there, before then, you know, they were pulling, they were pulling straws to see who would get FSU for a homecoming and an automatic win. 
Okay, so my teammates and I came in there with the idea, and you know, and man, I had some great teammates that hey, we are not coming here playing individualized football just for statistics for individuals. We're going to go out here and show these people and whoever we play that we are capable of staying on a football field with anybody at any date. And I think those are the things that people go back when they see these films and remember the times that I was there, that we were there not only for ourselves, but we were there for this entire, the entire university and the entire FSU family. That's the thing I think they go back and it brings back memories the most because we were there to show them that this school is going to be something to be reckoned with for years to come, and it and it proved to be true. You're listening to the multi-time Hall of Famer, Ron Simmons, here on the Duke Loves Wrestling Podcast. You know, Brother Simmons, you're a guy that has a reputation for being a gentleman, but you also have a reputation for messing people up if they get in your way. And certainly, uh, whether it be on the football field, you know, the, the level of competitive nature within you, you always are successful. You always got the job done. You always put a hurting on your opponents. And even in the wrestling ring, I mean, people knew they could not mess with Ron Simmons. All they had to do is look you in the eye and they know, OK, that dude is serious. He'll go all the way. I better watch myself. Where does that come from, Ron? Where, that that competitive drive, that ability to have this aura where People know that they can't just mess with you, and if they do, they're going to find out the hard way the consequences. Well, I, I think that drive came from in my the way I came up. Okay, I had to learn, brother, to defend defend for myself at an early age. Okay, having lost my mother when I was eight, and my and my dad just went off and did his own thing and left left behind seven six siblings with myself. And I, you know, and later moved in with my grandmother, which later soon passed away after that. So I had to learn at an early age, man, what the world was about, okay? So that was something that I took into, you know, everything that I'd gotten into, and particularly into football, all right? When I would line up and get in front of another man, I knew that, hey, this is more than just a game to me. All right. This is going to this is going to be something that's either going to be paved the way for me in some way. This is what I'm good at. Why not be the best at it that I can be? And knowing that, I knew the guy in front of me was there for one thing, and that was to kick my butt. All right. The few times I did get my butt kicked, I didn't like it. It was something that I made a promise to myself that hey, if I can if I can defend myself on this football field each and every play, that's exactly what I'm going to do. I'm going to make myself the best player I can. I'm going to make myself the best student that I can, and that's exactly what I did, man. You know, I played the game to the best of my ability, and that's the way I've lived. Well, Ron Simmons, the best of your ability just so happens to be a Hall of Fame ability, uh, whether we're talking on the football field or in the pro wrestling ranks. And, you know, Brother Simmons, my very first pro wrestling action figure was a Ron Simmons WCW action figure. And at the time you were still with Doom. So it, was, it must have been the first action figure you ever had. It's funny because it's my birthday and my mom, she bought the toy pro wrestling ring. It was actually a WWF ring. And she picked up Jake the Snake Roberts, 
Iron Sheik, Hulk Hogan, and Ron Simmons. And no disrespect to anybody else, but Ron Simmons was the action figure for me because this man looked like me. And I'll I'll tell you, you know, in that wrestling ring, in that toy ring, you know, for the Duke grade school young kid here playing with the with the action figures there, Ron Simmons never lost a match. I mean, you (laughs) you were the champion in my league there, so to speak. But fast forward, not too long after that, you go on your singles run. And you actually beat Big Van Vader to become the world champion. And this is a special moment. It's a historic moment. And on a personal level, it means so much because, again, somebody that looks like me is more than just an enhancement talent. This is the world champion. A black man is the world champion in pro wrestling. And it's interesting because you look around the crowd during that match, and everybody's going nuts. Everybody was so happy, so pleased that Ron Simmons was able to win the big one. And there's this one kid in particular, a young black kid, just like me at the time. He looks like me, and he jumps up, and he's jumping for joy, just like everybody else in the arena, and everybody's going nuts. But this kid, just his jubilation was so infectious, and it was so familiar, because that's exactly how I felt in that moment. And... For me, and I heard the kid, you know, give interviews later in life as a a grown man. For him, seeing somebody who looks like me, who looks like our father, our brother, our uncles, our neighbors, what have you, who looks like us, able to achieve the highest level in their profession, literally the world champion, the number one person, that gave us hope. Okay, because before that, it was like, well, you know, you're black, but and, and and, you know, you can achieve, but there's a limit. When Ron Simmons became the world champion, that was a sign for especially us young folk at the time that let us know, you know something? There's nothing I can't achieve. If Ron Simmons can be the world champion and he's the best. He's the toughest. He's the strongest. He's the fastest. He's the guy. He should be. He earned it. If he can work hard and become the world champion, then I can work hard in whatever it is that I'm doing in life and become the top guy as well. What does that do for you there, there Ron? I mean, how, how does it feel to hear a story like that? Look, man, I, I can't really put it into words, you know, because, and I, and, that, and speaking of that kid, I've had the good fortune of running into him, brother, and it was, you know, probably like six months or whatever after that match, all right? And his words have, etched, you know, they were etched in my mind. They're going to be there until the day I die. You know, he he said the exact same thing that you are saying right now, okay? It was a low point in his life, all right, when things seemingly didn't look like they were going to ever get anywhere, and particularly as a young black man, all right? And he said at that moment he realized that, hey, things – Things are possible, you know. They can come true if you put the work in. And he knew of my background. He had read of my story. So and he had similar upbringings to that. And he said that from that moment, it helped to change his life. And I've had the good fortune of speaking with him a couple of times even after that. And then to go a step further, he, he along with many others, as the years have gone on, 
that come up to me and said similar things. And then, to be honest with you, man, they weren't all black. They were all different nationalities, okay, because it is something that resonates with us as human beings, okay, because we all go through it, you know. And, but in more particularly for young black men, I, I can't be more proud of myself, you know, for having gone through the struggles I had and continuing to fight to come up and to make sure that I carried myself in a manner to where it would be something that young black men and others could look up to. So you know what, man, I, I really can't say how much it means to me to hear you and others say these words to me at this point. And I'd like to emphasize, the, as you know, this along with the accomplishment. It is the work that has to be put in to get there, okay? That I want people to understand, all right? They, it doesn't come to you just by, you know, you're walking out and it just falls in your lap. You've got to be willing to stay the course and put the work in. And it didn't come without struggles. It didn't come without racism. It didn't come without me having some minor setbacks and with it and getting up and going there days that I didn't want to do it. It came with the struggles, man. But I can honestly say at this point, man, it, it was everything was well worth it, okay? I would never at this point in my life have visioned at, during that time that it would have the impact that it has had on so many people, man. You know, I, I really just don't think there's anything now looking back that I would go back and want to do it any differently because I think what I will want to leave more than anything is having known that I'd help someone else better their lives. And you know what? I don't think anyone can ask any more than that. Indeed, indeed. And you know, it's funny. I'm a person that I love music. And when I think of history, when I think of my history, when I think of other people and their history, their journey in life, I think in terms of music, like what would be the soundtrack for this person's life? What would be the soundtrack for this period of time in my life? So I wonder about Ron Simmons, because when I think of you, I can hear Bobby Womack. I can hear the, the stylistics. I can hear Curtis Mayfield. I can hear the songs of these types of artists in, in, as the soundtrack for Ron Simmons. What do you say to that? If you were to to name the soundtrack for your life, your adventures, your journey, who were some of the artists in, in, that would pop up on that soundtrack and what type of music of what we hear just from a general standpoint? I, I'm definitely an old school man, okay? Look, I, I, I'd have to go back with someone like that, like, like one of the artists you just mentioned, with some of the old Negro hymns, man, okay? Right. I'm talking about the real struggling hymns, so, you know? Right. Yeah, I, I, I see something mixed with that and with some of the soulful sounds of some of the voices that you just mixed, all right? Yeah, the, the sound of a struggle, but seeing the light at the end of the tongue, yeah, you know? Yeah. Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you know, that, that that's the way that I've always lived, man, you know. So that's the way I would vision and that's the sound that I would hear in my mind and the way I can I can vision, vision it sounding, you know. Does not surprise me one bit. It makes perfect sense because, again, that is the level of commitment, seriousness. Um, you've always performed with purpose, whether on the football field or in the, the wrestling ring. It's clear that Ron Simmons is motivated by achieving 
and by creating a path to make it easier for those to come after Ron Simmons as well, which is really, really interesting. And it says a lot about your character and, and you know, just who you are as, as a human being. It's, it's, it's wonderful. I wonder about something. You spent so many years being literally a, a walking, living, breathing superhero to the world, you know, literally to the masses. I just told you the story about, you know, my first action figure was Ron Simmons and, and, you know, seeing you become the world champion was such a big deal to me and others like me and people all over the world, what have you. Does your family at this point, Ron, I'm talking today, 2022, I'm not talking the journey up to this point, but today, do you feel your family gets it? Do they understand why it was important to share you with the masses? Because essentially that's what they did. I mean, in order for you to have been who you are and, and, and the important figure that you've become historically, your family had to share you. So do they understand the importance and the significance of that at this point? Are they okay with that? Well, you know, I, it took a while, all right? And to be really honest with you, but because it was such a struggle during the earlier days, man, moving my family, my kids, you know, around, you know, hey, packing up the car, man, and moving from one state to the other, one city to another, you know? But I think as things have gone on now, and I'm a grandparent at this point, right? And I know my kids now look back at it now, and, brother, they, they you know, I can see them now just, bring, you know, like just gleaming and gleaming, man, with joy and pride. You know, yeah, I, I think at this point they do get it now. But it took a while, and they couldn't understand what was going on and why that I would continue to want to pursue that. But I think now at this point they are definitely – Absolutely, it has an, had an impact on them as well, you know, to see something that their dad has gone through and grandfather at this point has gone through, right, and stay with it and to have it pay off. So luckily for me, I think some of it is rubbing off on them. But I think it took a while, but they do, they do get it now, you know. I can only imagine being a fly on the wall, sitting there watching Ron Simmons and, you know, your grandchildren taking a look at your old tapes, you know, your old college football career and all the things you've accomplished there, you know, becoming a Hall of Famer, your your old tapes from pro wrestling. You've had a complete career in multiple promotions in pro wrestling and just all the great things you've done, becoming a WWE Hall of Famer. To be a fly on the wall while you're watching that with your grandkids, that would be something special. And, I, and listen, man, I got to tell you, you're hitting it right off. You're hitting the nail right in the head because I, I myself, as I walk through my house with my grandson, right, I catch him looking at the walls, you know, you know, constantly. And, and then, you know, and I'm wondering what's going through his mind as he looks up there and sees these plaques and all of these pictures of things that I've done, you know. And I, I, I want to act him, but I, I don't want to do that at this point. I want it to be something naturally for him to say to me, you know. So I, I, I myself, I'm in awe of watching that as it goes, to, as it is happening now, you know. And it's funny you should mention that because it's a thrill for me to see him look at it, you know. And that, you know, that makes it all worth it right there, Ron. I mean, that that's just, that's beautiful. 
That's beautiful. Folks, this is what I'm talking about. This is the reason why you definitely want to head out to the River City Wrestling Con this weekend, June 11th, June 12th, Jacksonville, Florida. You can head over to RiverCityWrestlingCon.com to grab your tickets. There are still some available there. I'm telling you right now, Ron Simmons is just a joy. Such a great guy. Everyone who's ever met Ron Simmons has always stated that he was a pleasure to speak with and what have you. Um, it's really interesting. And I'll tell you something, Brother Simmons. Currently, you know, we, we just put up the announcement about you making your appearance for the weekend at the River City Wrestling Con. And currently, you have the the number one most active post. I mean, the response has been tremendous. People are very excited that Ron Simmons is going to be down in Jacksonville for the River City Wrestling Con. They can't wait to see you. Some folks have expressed that they definitely got to get tickets now because they want to personally shake the hand of Ron Simmons. They want to get a Ron Simmons autograph. They want to share a laugh with Ron Simmons. I mean, it's really something special. Well, you know what? And, and, and please, and, and I genuinely mean this, you know, because, see, I, I don't think people understand. They only get to see the finished product of TV and never having the time to talk uh, to us as we're traveling. But for me, it's a special thing because my journey goes back further than wrestling. I owe a lot of people a lot of things. And, and it, and it begins in the state of Florida. I, this is special to me. I genuinely mean it that I look forward to seeing and greeting these people as they come there because I want to thank them for the careers I've had, for the journey I've had. For the games I played, they came to and supported the matches. This is the time for me to do it, and I'm very thankful that I'm in this position to do it. And I look, I look forward to doing this, man. It, it's really going to be special for me as well. Have you subscribed to the Panera Bread Unlimited Sip Club? Folks, what are you waiting on here? We're talking $8.99 a month, so you can grab yourself a drink once every two hours. It is fantastic. And let me tell you something, they've expanded the Unlimited Sip Club. So not only can you get your hot or iced coffee or your hot or iced tea, now you can get the fountain drink. So if you want to grab yourself a soda or check this out. Okay, we are talking about the charged lemonades, strawberry lemon mint, Fuji apple cranberry or the mango yuzu citrus. Okay. These are clean energy drinks, folks. Okay, we're talking about guarana and green coffee extract. Gives you a nice little boost. It certainly keeps me charged up to deliver the best episodes of Duke Loves Wrestling for you. So what are you waiting on? Visit your local Panera Bread or go to PaneraBread.com. Sign up for the Unlimited Sip Club. Enjoy. Yo, Jacksonville. Look who's back. That's right, baby. It's me. It is DDP, Diamond Dallas Page, the king of Bada Bing, the master of the Diamond Cutter, the three-time world champion, WWE Hall of Famer, and founder and CEO of DDP Yoga is coming back to Jacksonville in 2022. June 11, 2022. River City Wrestling Con, baby. That's right. Diamond Dallas Page will be there with a host of other legends. And I want to see you there. So right now, don't waste a second. When you get out of the arena tonight, you go right to River City Wrestling Con. 
Ticketmaster.com and get your tickets now, baby, to feel the bang. Folks, as always, be kind to yourselves and be kind to others. Take it away, Tony Schiavone. This is Tony Schiavone, and we're definitely out of time on Duke Love Wrestling. <laughs> 